So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Drama, drama, drama on Friday Night Smackdown. Brock may have flipped the whole show upside down, but everyone was talking about something they actually didn't see and something they did see in the ring involving Becky Lynch, Sonya Deville, and now the much maligned and criticized Charlotte Flair. Plus, WWE's rolled out their schedule for all of their pay-per-view locations for 2022, and some that you're anticipating are indeed on this list. Plus, who wasn't at Bound for Glory that was supposed to be there? We'll get into it on today's Sports Key to Wrestling Top Story of the Day. If you're watching, share that link of your stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! Watch out, watch out, watch out! Yes, watch out, watch out, watch out indeed. I am Kev Callum. That is the illustrious Mr. Jose G. How are you doing? If you're with us, get your comments on screen. Go ahead and subscribe to Sports Key to Wrestling on YouTube if you haven't done it already. Uh, we have a ton of things that you can only see on our on our YouTube channel. You can't see them on our Facebook. I know a lot of people join us on Facebook. But jump in, enjoy the news. We have a, a, an update coming up here on Sonya Deville. Uh, we'll talk about that pay-per-view schedule, and we'll get into the big news with Braun and Bray not being where many people thought they were going to be. Uh, and, of course, later on tonight, we'll have Vince Russo on the channel after Monday Night Raw. want to remind you, I will be a part of the big uh, events this uh, coming up this Friday and Saturday. Three shows, two days. AAW, go to AAWPro.com, get your tickets there, use the promo code AAWFAMILY, get $5 off your tickets if you're going to the shows. Berwyn Eagles Club, we're going to have talent from WWE, New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, and Impact, all in one tournament over two days. Plus Thunder Rosa, plus Allison K. a fans bring the weapons match. Eddie Sounds Kingston like a great show. Yeah, it's, it's a stacked show, so uh, I'm going to be talking about this. I'm going to be on a couple of different podcasts that I'll share with you guys this week outside of Sports Kita. Uh, you may even hear this on the Wrestling Observer later on this week, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, so definitely check it out. Uh, and if you want uh, the link to tickets or anything, that's up on my Twitter. Go give me a look. At Kev Calm. Enough of me. Let's get into our no. main story here. Sonya Deville has yeah. now jumped into the drama-rama that has been uh, going on like crazy since Friday. Uh, of course, a big episode of SmackDown. The, the new roster is a little bit settled in. Crown Jewel, which despite all the sociopolitical things that go on with any, every Saudi Arabia show that WWE does, it was a pretty well received show. I, I mean, for the most part, I think most fans enjoyed it, and the mixed things about it, you know, did not weigh the show being good overall, right? I, I would say that that's a fair consensus of it. Uh, I don't think it was the best show of the year, but I thought it was a really, really strong one. So they start, they're going to do a title exchange, which was the rumor, and a lot of people were not a fan of it. Apparently, the locker room wasn't a fan of it. Some people in creative weren't even a fan of it. You have Becky Lynch out there, she is the SmackDown Women's Champion, she's going to exchange her championship the women's uh, of the SmackDown with the now joining the women of, of uh, SmackDown, Charlotte Flair. They're both going 
to different shows. They're going to trade titles. Sonya Deville, WWE official, is going to oversee the whole thing. And that's how you're going to end uh, a SmackDown, which was pretty big. Brock was on the show. Did you catch Brock on the show? I love Brock on the show. Yeah, man. Uh, Brock really disrupted things on Friday night, but it, that wasn't really the big talk of Friday night. It was mm-hmm. what happened later Friday night into the weekend that we got all these different reports, multiple reports uh, between the situation and that was Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch backstage after that championship exchange segment. If you guys watched it and you thought that it looked quite a bit awkward, that's because it was. Uh, and according to some of these reports, uh, PW Insider was the first one to kind of give us a little bit of details. Uh, Becky originally was the one that kind of wanted to uh, have this go down peacefully. Charlotte Flair didn't want it to go peacefully. She felt that by doing this was going to weaken her title reign and make her look weak. So this whole, you know, she said, he, she said, it's just not going well. But today we get a further update on that same report by PW Insider that this whole confrontation between Becky and Charlotte happened, in matter of fact, in front of Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard. Sonia Deville, who was the third person involved in that segment, was also back there. And it has been said that, quote, that she was very angry with Flair backstage and that she was mad enough that she wanted to fight Flair at one point. Uh I kind of believe this. I, you know, Sonia, Jersey girl, she doesn't take any, you know, any BS from anyone. And she's certainly not going to take it from Charlotte Flair. And you know, uh, she can throw hands better than and you know, she can throw hands for real. So this is not the first time that we've heard some of these type of situations with Charlotte in the back. The consensus is that Charlotte is not very well liked right now. Becky is actually the one that is extremely liked back uh, backstage. And a matter of fact, in the match between her and Bianca, Charlotte actually wanted to drop that title to Bianca. So I don't know what's going to happen. What's what's happening right now? Uh, there's a lot of people already rumbling. Oh, Charlotte should just leave WWE and go with Andrade to to the AEW. Is Charlotte going to be all elite? Is she going to be signing? I don't think so. WWE is, is going to do everything in their power to keep Charlotte in their brand. On that's their a rush. Shows. That's a rush to conclusion. Big time. I, I, big I don't, time, I don't big time think, rush too. Yeah, it's a big time rush to conclusion. Uh, I think um, it, it certainly, I mean, if you're that upset, you follow this up. Andrade is going on Twitter. You know, her fiance is going on Twitter uh, saying F U WWE, right? And you have Charlotte being reportedly, we have multiple reports. There's so many. Uh, I don't think I've seen a more, you know, more backstage information come out in such a short period of time about one specific story. Some of it conflicting to a bit, you know, because uh, initially it was they were yelling and then some people had to be separated. And now we're learning that Sonya wanted to, to physically go off on somebody, but didn't. Uh, we've also learned from a uh, big old tip of the cap to Millennial Meltzer himself, Sean Rossap, and, and several other sources that Vince McMahon was upset about this because this is going down directly in front of him in gorilla position. That is his position to control. That's where you're going to see him run the show. And he was quite upset about this. And uh, and you had Charlotte Flair bailing on the whole situation. And uh, she was not present. Uh, for, I don't know if she was scheduled, by the way. Apparently she say. was escorted. She was escorted out of the building to prevent further drama. So it's just, there's layers and layers upon what's being reported right now that. And you got to assume then yes, that exactly. those two women then, those two women are going back to a locker room 
and they're airing their grievances with other people on the roster like you would normally in any in any work situation. You know, a, a boss yells at you or you yell at somebody else, and, you know, that type of situation can get kind of livid. Let's see what the fans are thinking. Let's see what you guys are thinking about oh, here in the situation. That, here. The, the chat is extremely busy. People, uh, are A lot of people with us on the nuclear story. Nuclear heat backstage. Uh, that's what you're saying. Nuclear heat. Justin saying, uh, what is what he flew by here? Uh, Flair loves the backstage drama. Jeremy says, bring back Bray Wyatt. Let the real fun start. Well, we'll talk about Bray Wyatt. We have news about Bray Wyatt today, too, to get into. Uh, 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 Safet saying, word of advice, don't piss off Vince McMahon. That's, um, a, that's a good piece of advice, Safet. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would say that. I would say that. that's <laughs> absolutely right. You said they were in a pickle. Uh, Yimmy says pickles are gross. Uh, I'm a fan of pickles. <laughs> Ashley yeah. says greatest women's sports entertainer of all time. Woo! So yeah. So, you know, warm. one has to think, right? Like a few years ago when Becky was getting really, really hot, that one segment where Vince McMahon comes out and he's like, well, you know, nobody's bigger than the WWE. Not cert- certainly not you. Right. And then he inserts Charlotte Flair mm-hmm. into the triple threat. Right, and that Becky, happened years and Becky ago. called her plastic, and that apparently turned everything against. <laughs> like they were no longer pals because you called me plastic. So, uh, what do you think uh, is going to happen here? I mean, if you have to take a, a, a quick, you know, jab at it, and you want to kind of dismantle this a little bit, where do you see this? Everyone's going? got their magnifying glass on. Look at this. Is, uh, yeah, Salah saying Becky just followed. Becky just followed uh, Charlotte on Instagram. Look at that. Oh, she followed her on Instagram. I don't know what that means. Eh. They can follow anyone I... on the roster on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, this is nuts. This is pretty crazy here. <laughs> uh... <laughs> It'll be hilarious. I'm going to laugh so hard if this is just one big entire work from the get. Just to set up this monumental unification match for the titles down the line. And if it, and if it isn't, but then it becomes that, isn't that, isn't that a good thing, though, too? It could be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's always best when you have a little bit of reality in the storyline, because that way you can really sink your teeth into what's going on in that feud. Uh, a lot of people just throw in their uh, their fantasy bookings. People always do this. Any disruption, they just want their fantasy booking here. Uh, actually saying, keeping it alive, brother. <laughs> just just working work the angles, man. Working the angles. Um, a lot of people with different uh, opinions about this, about what to think. Sound off. Let us know what you guys think. If you uh, side with, let's use the reactions here specifically for our Facebook audience. If you guys side with Becky Lynch, why don't you, why don't you throw the heart button up? All right. If you side with WWE and Sonya and her as the middle person there, why don't you throw that thumbs up? All right. Uh, and if you just want to woo, just throw that laughy face up for, for, uh, for, for flair. All right. If you're with us on Facebook. Uh, and if you're with us on YouTube, watching on demand, either or, get in the conversation, get on screen, let us know what you think here. I, I mean, this is, we're going to find out more about this as it comes out. This is certainly one of those things where in a year or two, someone's going to go on the record and explain what happened here. Uh, and oh, this is probably going to be told on a stone cold, broken skull session. Yeah, uh, I saw many people great. tweeting about that. I said, like, this is going to be something that comes up in a hall of fame. I speech. can imagine Stone Cold. I can imagine Stone Cold. He has his beer, right? He's sitting with Charlotte, Becky. Some people say you had some stuff going down backstage. What's what's the deal? What come what's on, you sister, you sisters are out there in what's the, the ring. Some somebody somebody's <laughs> going into business for themselves. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he starts doing all the lingo speak. Uh, Jose, Jose Lugo saying just started from the beginning. I'm trying to see what y'all are saying about Charlotte. So so to to catch anyone up who's just joining us here late, and we'll just kind of wrap this segment up here. Here's what we know. 
Charlotte and Becky are supposed to close SmackDown in a uh, pre-produced segment that they, they understood what this was on live television with Sonya Deville serving as a mediator to exchange the championships between Raw and SmackDown with, with uh, Charlotte now on SmackDown and Becky now on Raw. Uh, they've done this before. I know a lot of fans are angry about this. That is not the story. We're not talking about opinions or anything. Uh, apparently, what was supposed to happen didn't happen. With uh, There was supposed to be a moment where Becky was able to pose with both belts. All right, and, and allude to Becky two belts, which could be indeed a unification match. Uh, and then now the reported word is that Flair just simply didn't want to look weak in this situation. And the exchange, the physical exchange between the two belts involved Flair first, uh, and first in her case, uh, throwing the belt almost to, to Becky's feet, then Becky reprising that and throwing it back. Now, that obviously was not the book segment, and things kind of got off the rails. Now, you had Bianca Belair. Uh, and other characters and Sasha Sasha Banks getting involved in the same segment, which clearly seemed like it was supposed to be a part of it here. You know, now we could have a, a scenario with the title unification. We have a whole lot of things, but what became a bigger thing was this backstage kerfuffle between Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and now we're learning today that Sonya Deville was involved, and Sonya Deville has a stake, uh, 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 you know, a stake in this. You know, you had me out there as a character. Who did what? Who made who look bad? That, I think there's still some debate to that. Uh, and was, was, was there some confusion about who was supposed to do what? Uh, this is a very delicate thing you're doing with your two championships at one time in a matter of like seconds, right? So uh, you have to make it look really good here. So uh, other people are, are with us here. We may have lost someone because we didn't say something. Somebody said they unfollowed us. Sure. It's okay. We're just talking wrestling, pal. That's all right. Uh, and, uh, you know, Felipe saying we don't want Charlotte Flair in the WWE. You know, there's a lot of people that just don't don't like Charlotte as as a performer and don't like her in a prominent position in WWE. But then those are the same fans that want to see her lose every match. And you got to admit, then you're then you're the lines blur between you being a fan uh, a, a fan of just uh, characters and performers, and now you just don't like people because of who their dad is and blah blah blah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just put those two things in the same box. Two completely different people, different characters, same name, but just completely different people. Uh, but we got some exciting news today, Kevin. 2022 schedule's out, and looks like a lot of pay-per-views coming next year are going to line on a Saturday, man. We're going to get some Saturday pay-per-views next year. Uh, yeah, the WWE pay-per-view schedule is out. A lot of WWE sources confirming this. Have they, have they posted this officially themselves? Uh, uh, they I, have not, but we do have a this every 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 here by Fightful. Yeah, every 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 website has has put up some version of this today, uh, and it's a pretty strong list. You know, there's, there's some big dates you're playing here. Uh, I'm thankful they're going to play Chicago again, but I mean, you're talking State Farm Arena in Atlanta. That'll be the Saturday before the big bowl games. That'll be day one. That's why they're not doing a show in December. You have January 29th already advertised for months now. Royal Rumble at the Dome at the America Center. Capacity there just for seating is sixty six thousand, so they could do over seventy thousand. You're then uh, you have you have no um, pay per views in between there, so that's January 29th. Then you have uh, April second and April third. That would be WrestleMania weekend in Dallas, Texas. We'll do near a hundred thousand for that. In between there, you're likely stretch. yeah, that's a big stretch. But in between there, you're likely going to have a Saudi Arabia event, so you won't have an elimination chamber. Oh, that's right. They did say they did uh, mention that there's going to be one in February and another one in October. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, I don't mind them not doing an elimination chamber preview, or at least finding a different spot for the elimination chamber in the schedule. Then uh, Monday, excuse me, Sunday, May eighth, 
So this is the one Sunday pay-per-view we're looking at on the docket right now. Uh, that will be at the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. So you're, pretty, you're almost you're almost playing, you know, the Mid Atlantic there. You're playing a lot of you know, mid between a lot of different markets. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, another Sunday show. There's one of just two here on the schedule. Excuse me. Sunday, June fifth, pay per view at the Allstate Arena, the mecca of professional wrestling. The acoustics are fantastic. If you never come out to Chicago, this is a good reason to come out for it. I'll likely be there. Uh, Saturday, July 2nd, Money in the Bank at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. That's been advertised already, so another big stadium show. Uh, confirming that SummerSlam will be in Nashville. Quite a, quite, a, quite a move here. Nissan Stadium, another big stadium show here. Uh, and then Saturday, September 3rd, Sunday, uh, September 4th, pay-per-view to be determined location. We don't know that one just yet. And then we know that Survivor Series will be at TD Gardens 2022 in boston so there'll be a, a lot of big markets there you know they're leaning into a lot of big markets nothing on I'm, nothing on the west coast but i mean they're gonna have a wrestlemania there and uh for wrestlemania 39 yeah what i'm really surprised what really caught my eye is the amount of saturdays it looks like they're really shifting the focus yeah on pay-per-views on a saturday yeah all but um, two of these all but two of these all but two saturdays. yes all but two but I like a Saturday pay-per-view for the simple fact that then I just got Sunday to chill. You know, I don't have to wait all the way on Sunday to do a post show on the on the late Sunday night just to do stuff again on Monday morning. So I think I think the Saturday approach is gonna. Uh, I think a lot of fans are gonna get on board with that, and the two night events like the WrestleManias. I think that's also gonna be a great thing down the road. Uh, this is interesting. I, I I like that WWE wants to pivot. Uh, you do this as well. Notice that none of the pay-per-views that we're going to see at least through um, into the spring, you know, you're going to have a Royal Rumble on a Saturday night now. Uh, and you're going to have this day one show on a Saturday night. They are avoiding competition with football, with playoff football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they'll go up Saturday at January 1st show. They'll go up against a bowl game or two. You know, they'll have to, you know, that's, I don't know the exact schedule for college football, but they'll go up against a couple of those sound off on these. Are you going to watch these more? Are you going to feel less inclined to watch them? Are you a Sunday night viewer? Is that your thing? I want to know how fans feel about this. Cause there's a lot of fans who, even if they're casual, they don't watch Raw and SmackDown every week. They'll catch the pay-per-views, you know, they'll, they'll catch the pay-per-views and we'll talk about them with other people and stuff like that. I uh, want to know what you guys are thinking here. Let's see what fans are uh, uh, signing off here on the chat here. People still yelling about Charlotte. They're still mad about Charlotte and all this different stuff here. Michelle uh, saying, let's hold a pay-per-view on a Tuesday. Well, we just had a pay-per-view on a Thursday, so might as well. But that's no going to be with NXT. Tuesdays. We're not getting Taboo Tuesdays. It's not coming back here. Maybe NXT can start doing pay-per-views on Tuesdays. They're going to do Halloween Chambers, Havoc tomorrow. Uh, Stephen Chambers got a great question here. wonder if this will interfere with the UFC. That's a good question here. UFC likes Saturday nights, um, but here's why I say I don't think that'll be much of an issue. Um, WWE ran SummerSlam the same night as a Manny Pacquiao fight that was pay-per-view. UFC tends to remain most of their events. They have a handful of their ESPN Plus shows that are just with ESPN Plus, no pay-per-view, isolation with that. Uh, And a majority of their other events are pay-per-view. Pay-per-view, their shows start late. Uh, The main fight is the main attraction. Uh, You'll see some conflict. I don't know if it'll be as big a conflict as it could be. Maybe WWE does move some of these events to a Sunday and says, all right, well, we're up against this, this, and this. You also have big boxing matches that could then fall on those nights. You can have one of those big thriller fights that can end on those nights. And I don't know if WWE wants to be in that lane either. 
I think WWE doesn't mind competing with Triller. I mean, it's Triller for God's sake. It's it's boxing, but they do real business though. These they do do real business. But real business means a real audience. Absolutely. I think I'm not saying I'm not saying I like what they're putting out sometimes. Uh, But but I'm I think they're more. Yeah, I think they're probably more concerned for things that are going to be broadcasted, like a college football, an NFL, major sports. Uh, big time fights like a big time name boxing match or a big time UFC match. I think those things will probably hold priority than Triller. You know, that's just my opinion. Not, not necessarily those of the ones reflected by Sports Keto Wrestling. Uh, all right. So, so we have some difference of opinions here. Brandon's saying he likes the pay per views on Saturday. Rosie's saying she doesn't like him at, uh, on, she likes him bring him back to Sunday. She likes a Sunday pay per view. Uh, and so there's a lot of, there. I wouldn't say there's a complete consensus on this, but I know internationally, a lot of fans like this, a lot of fans like this internationally, if they're going to get bent by that time difference here, you're six hours ahead. Like our friends in the UK, you're nine hours ahead, nine hours ahead. Like our friends in, uh, in, in India, in India. we have a lot of, yep. we have a lot of our, our compatriots who work with us at sports. Kita loved the idea of this, of this pay-per-view on Thursday because they could watch it almost in their time. They said it was pretty late, you know, it was, it was yeah. still pretty late for them. Uh, but it was almost at the night, so that isn't too much to complain about here. And we have some people saying they're on Team Charlotte with this whole previous issues. Uh, you know, roll back to the beginning of the episode. You want to check that out here. Uh, Austin saying, I'll watch the pay-per-view anytime. Doesn't matter what day they air to me since I can always catch fan. it on a replay, which is Austin know, sounds awesome. like a straight-up fan. Doesn't matter yeah. what day of the week it is, what time, he will watch it because it's a pay-per-view. My kind of person. Uh, Paul saying great on Saturday nights for the little guys Sunday evening too late for school. I hear that a lot from families. You know, I'm, I'm imagine if I was a little kid, I could stay up late and watch Saturday Night Live when I was a kid, and that was like mm-hmm. I was a little little kid, and I could stay up late and watch Saturday Night Live or Saturday Sunday nights Saturday night's main event where they had Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. on, right? I could check that out when I was a kid. Yeah, this I could see Sunday nights being like, all right, we got to cut this off at some point. You know, if that show, especially on the East Coast, you know, you got that show mm-hmm. going on and you're not ending until almost 11 sometimes. Uh, and then you got homework and all those different things for the kids. So you're going yeah, to have pain. Halloween on a Sunday, though, this year. So that's, that'll be something there. Uh, and other it's people be a different long takes party. Yeah, long I, li- party. I like all the different opinions here. But, you know, a lot of different opinions on this. Uh, and, and then we have other people saying I'm watching AEW on Saturday. Uh, it's worth noting. Uh, there is some possible conflicts here, uh, with an AEW pay-per-view. Most notably, uh, we have this SummerSlam pay-per-view that'll be July 30th. Okay. So that's pretty early for SummerSlam, by the way. Uh, and there was some hope of a UK event in uh, a stadium to honor the big anniversary of SummerSlam. And where are we going to get that? Now, we're going to get a SummerSlam in Nashville. They're going to keep that in the United States. But it looks like they will do some type of major event, reportedly, in that slot that is to be determined there. uh, That could be Saturday 3rd or Sunday, September 4th. That would fall as the same Labor Day weekend that AEW presents one of its biggest shows, biggest annual show, its startup show, All Out. So if if you have that going on there, you got you got an issue then, you know you got a real you got a real issue there uh, of are you going to put your show on? You know because AEW doesn't mind doing a Saturday night. They went down this road. They've gone to some Sundays depending on what it is. They don't want to have conflict with the UFC either. They like to avoid that as well. 
And they don't want to, I think, I don't think they want to avoid uh, being on the same night as a Jacksonville Jaguars game. Right. Mm -hmm. So Tony Khan owns it. So you can have a real issue. If, if WWE presents a major stadium show out of the UK uh, on UK time, they're still going to want to put that on in the afternoon. If they, mm -hmm. if they, they can do a UK show, just, you're going to see that show in daylight. The whole show is going to be in daylight for the most part. And it'll, uh, it'll have some conflict there. Uh, I don't know how you would do that. That'd be a real issue. You'd have a real, real problem. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> no, I think it is going to be an issue. We're just going to have to wait and see what happens and see if the, you know, if the UK to shake the definitely, get, no, you're good. If the UK definitely gets a pay-per-view, you know, they've they been talking it. about it for months. They do deserve it. It's been a, a, a big time pay-per-view like that has been well over 20 years. So let's, let's get it to them. I think it's time. Uh, but this weekend, we also had another pay-per-view. Impact Wrestling had a pay-per-view. And the internet wrestling community did not want to stop talking about, is this the day that Braun Strowman shows at AEW or at or Impact Wrestling? Or does Bray Wyatt show up at Impact? No, even though it was a pretty good show, but we didn't get either Braun or Bray. They no-show. Well, I want to say they no-showed. Uh, but according to a report from Fightful, they were Impact never advertised. They were never advertised, and they were never uh, even remotely teased on television. Nothing, not at all, not at all. Uh, but according today to uh, uh, according to Fightful, Impact Wrestling uh, is looking not only to bring in uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. They've been talking to them, but it looks like another big ex WWE guy, Bronson Reed, Jonah Rock, making is probably going to be making his way down to Impact. Uh, but when it comes to Bray Wyatt, says that Impact has contacted WW, uh, WW, former WWE superstar Bray Wyatt, uh, but did not appear, have not had a deal, nothing's come to fruition. Same thing with with Braun Strowman, Adam Scher. He They've been talking to him, but nothing's been finalized, nothing's been de dealt with. So, uh, so, yeah, so a lot of people had a lot of expectations for these two to show up at, you know, the company's, one of the company's <clears throat> biggest pay-per-views of the year. Uh, turned out to be a really good show. Moose, brand new Impact champion. Josh Alexander beat Christian Cage. Moose cast in his pretty much their version of their Money in the Bank uh, no. last night to become the Impact Wrestling champion. Moose is looking in tremendous physical shape, and I think uh, this is well overdue for Moose. But yeah, no Braun, no Bray. I was not surprised about this. You weren't surprised about it because there was no allusion to it. They, I think they would have... Oh. They would have stirred the pot if there, if there was something going on with this. They really stick with their guns and what they've developed on television here. Uh, and this clash between Josh Alexander and Christian Cage. Uh, so you know, it's interesting. You know, a lot of fans just mad about what they create in their mind that isn't fulfilled on television. And I just got to tell some people, if they don't tease it at all, you know, you did get the inspiration. You did get the former Iconics on the show. We knew that was happening. They said it on television. Mm -hmm. They said it. They, they said they're also the happen. new uh, the new women's impact at the, the women's knockout tags champion, right? Uh, and of course, uh, we bring up the situation here with uh, Christian Cage dropping the Impact World Title to Josh Alexander, fellow Canadian who defeated him clean. Josh Alexander, by the way, will be competing in the Jim Lina Memorial Tournament on Fight TV. October 29th and October 30th. Get your get your pay-per-view. Get it at fight.tv. Get the links. Get your tickets at aaw.com and use that promo code AAWFAMILY. Get $5 off your ticket. Links are up on my Twitter, at Kev Kellum. 
I know. I'm going to be working the show. It's going to be fun. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to Josh about this because he went through hell to win. He went through hell to win that title, you know, and want to, and, you know, cashed out his X division champion to do the option C, right? Drop a title so I can get a shot at the world title. Uh, And then he gets cashed in on with a, you know, call your shot gauntlet thing that happened earlier in the same night with Moose winning it. He won a battle Royal to do that. Uh, it was an interesting, almost a hot shot thing. I would say this is mm-hmm. really a hot shot booking. You know, WWE's been doing a lot too with a lot more companies now on television. You got to do things to keep fans' attention. Well, and also the amount of free agents we got. And I also think this is something where, uh, all right, you're sticking with us. A lot of people are moving around. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, Josh Alexander and Moose is where they're going to go with this. I do feel for Josh Alexander. Obviously, he's going to chase Moose now. That, that's what's going to happen here. And that's the direction they're going in. Promos they've already put out on digital point in that direction. And Moose is quite the heel now. Josh is somebody you can easily get behind. They they love telling you about him bringing that title home to his kids. Moving stuff. They did some good storytelling with this. It does feel a little hot shoddy. But it also makes you think, as uh, as Tawari texts in here, since Impact AEW relationship is it still on, isn't exactly clear. Uh, we still have Impact World Tag Team Champions in Doc Ellos and Carl Anderson, uh, who are going to, you're gonna, they're going to see them all over Dynamite. I don't see any indication that they're not going to be on Dynamite any further. Um, but well, they is weren't this... on Dynamite on Saturday or the week pre- previously to oh, that. they weren't. Okay. No. All right. I mean, we've seen them on BTE and stuff like that, too. So I'm thinking, yeah. like, is that something there? Uh, but is this the end of that relationship? I don't know. You know, no one's gone on the record about that. Uh, if, if this deal between, uh, you know, this relationship, this cabal of them as time together new japan pro wrestling still has some type of working relationship with impact they're teasing minoru suzuki who's done a run here with AEW, a short run uh, he's going to be over there soon enough uh and i'm of the thought that i don't know if impact got as much out of this in the long run as they could have you know i don't know if this boosted their profile uh maybe it helped them sell some more tickets and stuff like that but they're not at full skill touring they did do Sam's Town, which is a venue you can run minimally and do okay in a state that has very limited regulations like Nevada seemed to be. You were at SummerSlam, right? It was pretty mm-hmm. loosey-goosey there. Uh, so I'm, I'm of the thought that uh, we'll see what happens here. I, I don't know what impact got from this in the long run. And I heard a lot of people say, what did you do with the women? You know, you had a lot of interactions you could have done with the women that weren't completed. You did have Tony Khan on camera kind of playing like a Vince McMahon type character. You did do some fun stuff. They did try. I'm not saying they didn't try, but mm-hmm. the AEW guys were really protected. Uh, and and the one guy who lost was not Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega did not drop a title to anyone in AEW. He took their title, ran with it, put some more shine on it, beat a bunch of your guys, then lost it to another AEW guy yeah. so he wouldn't have to lose. I think in the back end, you can completely see that. That's kind of obvious. That's on mm-hmm. the surface. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think Impact might have gotten the short end of the stick in this deal, you know, and whatever this partnership is. Um, and you can kind well, we of don't see know if it's that done either. We don't, we don't know, know if it's done, but you know, when the puzzles fit the piece, Kevin, you know, you're going to see the whole picture. You know, you haven't seen the good brothers on AEW TV for a while. Now you just had them, their main title, Christian cage who dropped it to Josh Alexander. Now Moose has it because he cashed in. So it, it looks like there's some type of a reset button going on right now. They got brand new women's tag uh, tag champions, so I think there's a, there's something down the pipeline. But I, for me to say is that relationship over, I don't know. 
Uh, before we sign off here, Pratik says, do we see The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, biggest movie star in the world, at Survivor Series? That will be in New York City. It'll be the 25th anniversary of his WWE debut. WWE is reportedly going to acknowledge that in some way, even if he's not present. It isn't uh, completely clear if he won't be there, but he will be filming his NBC TV show, Young Rock, in Australia. I would assume he taped something for this. If he isn't there physically, he taped something for this. He's a part of the show in some way. So. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he made his debut there. I think uh, it's something monumental for his career, um, at least, you know, giving the thanks to the WWE universe mm -hmm. and to the WWE for, you know, commemorating, you know, that anniversary for him. Yeah, it would be way cooler to see him in person. But let's be real, guys. The Rock is the most busiest person on planet Earth right now. He's got, mm -hmm. you know, four four movies that he's working on at the same time, three in the chamber, plus a TV show and whatever other projects he's got on YouTube. So the guy is a very busy man. Now, the rumor and the talk is it'll probably be a better setup for WrestleMania at Hollywood 2023. Roman Reigns and The Rock. That makes perfect sense because The Rock is total hollywood now mm -hmm. so it just makes perfect sense to do it at that venue again those are just the rumblings but nothing confirmed on that nothing confirmed on that thank you guys so much for joining us today uh we'll be back on later tonight after monday night raw with vince russo bro, bro. all right so definitely check that out we'll be having all of your reactions to monday at raw and vince russo will certainly sound off in the show if you haven't done it already go ahead and hit those buttons go and hit those like buttons go and hit those heart reactions <laughs> Get us above 100. Put us over that hill, all right? Put us over that hill. Haven't done it already? Go ahead and turn your notifications on. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. A lot of exclusives over there, including a very noteworthy interview that many people were talking about with Paul Heyman, Dominic Mysterio, 3 McIntyre. We'll also be dropping new interviews this week with Indy Hartwell of WWE NXT out of tomorrow's Halloween Havoc. That'll be coming out anytime very, very soon. So look out for that dropping some point in the next 24 hours or so. And, of course, we'll have a new episode of Inside Cradle back on Thursdays, me and Rick Uccino. I, I believe we may have a big guest on that, but we're trying to uh, confirm that. What do you got going on with with Reekins of Wrestling this week, bud? Oh, man, this week is going to be a very busy week. I have four interviews coming on Thursday. We're going to be interviewing the main event for Pro Wrestling's action, Rise of the Titans. That's going to be going down November 5th in Sanford at the Tuffy Bottle Lounge. So uh, go ahead and check out my show on Thursday night, 8 p.m. YouTube. Go ahead. Smash that subscribe button and notification bell. Like and follow on Facebook. As always, thank you. Follow us at Recons of Wrestling. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for doing it. Thank you for all the support. A very, very busy week here, man. I got a lot, I got a lot of family and and I got a family and a girlfriend are gonna be angry asking me, when do you stop talking to microphones? But <laughs> hey, these people won't stop listening. They won't stop listening. All right. They thank love it. So, they love it. They love it. Thank you guys so they much for supporting it. the show. We'll be here uh, tomorrow right around the same time. Remember, when watching wrestling, you know, do the thing you're supposed to do, which is what? You gots to enjoy it, guys. You enjoy. Gots you gots to enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. wrestling, guys. Yeah. Have a good night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.